0: فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار فيا عباد الله الله سبحانه وتعالى has informed us regarding the events that will occur towards the end of time. The events that will occur towards the Day of Judgment that there will be signs ashraat saah the alamat of the Day of Judgment and those signs of the day of judgment some of them have already happened some of them are happening right now and some of them will happen in the future some signs of the hour have already gone they've already happened and which signs are they From them, the sending of the final messenger. The fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent the final messenger and the revelation has completed and there will be no more revelation and there will be no more new prophets or messengers then that is a sign from the signs of the day of judgment coming close (coughs) the fact that the final messenger has died that is a sign from the signs of the day of judgment coming close in one hadith the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said he said i have been sent and the hour to be established is like these two fingers the index and the middle finger the index finger where the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was sent and the day of judgment where the middle finger will be meaning there is only a small gap from when the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was sent to when the Day of Judgment will occur. Those are some of the examples of signs that have already taken place. Then we know that there are signs happening right now that indicate the Day of Judgment is coming close. In the Sunnah, it mentions many different things It mentions how murder and killing will become widespread. How fornication will become widespread. The drinking of alcohol will become widespread. The loss of amana, the loss of trust and honesty will become widespread. And these are types of characteristics that you see happening right now amongst the people in the famous hadith of Jibril, in the famous hadith of Jibril, when the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam asked him tell me about the signs the alamat of the day of judgment one of the things which is mentioned in that hadith is that you will see the barefooted shepherds competing to build tall buildings and that is something we witness these days too the competition amongst the people to build tall buildings high and elevated a kilometer into the sky a kilometer into the sky They compete and build the buildings in this way. And this is mentioned as a sign from the signs of the hour. Then there will be the signs that occur towards the end. The signs that are known as the major signs. The major signs of the hour. And that will be the likes of the Dajjal coming the Dajjal, who will come and misguide the people, taking them away from the obedience to Allah, deceiving them into Kufr and following him, and it will be written on his forehead, Kafir or Kafara, written and it will be visible to all believers, whether they are literate or illiterate, they will be able to read that upon his head. But the Dajjal will be from the major signs of the hour. The return of Isa alayhi will be from the major signs of the hour. The exiting of Al-Ya'juj and Al-Ma'juj Gog and Magog that will be from the major signs of the hour the sun rising from the west the opposite side from where it normally rises it will rise from the west and that will be from the major signs of the hour and when that happens then the opportunity for Toba will be ended. The chance to repent and to believe will end at the rising of the sun from the west because when the people they see that the sun coming up from the opposite side then they will all know the truth. And they will all understand the reality. But then it will be too late if they had not believed before that. And they had not repented before that. So the sun rising from the west is one of the major signs of the hour. And there are others that are mentioned from the different eclipses that will occur from the fog the mist that will arise from the beast that will arise from the fire that will gather the people to the land of resurrection and then when that resurrection is going to occur the blowing of the horn will occur israfil alayhi salam, from the angels has been given the task of blowing into the horn on the day of Resurrection. So when he blows into the horn the first time, then it will cause fear and shock and terror amongst those who hear it. And then when he blows it the second time, they will fall unconscious and die and then when he blows it the third time upon the opinion of some scholars then they will be resurrected everybody taken out from their graves from the very beginning of mankind from adam alayhis all the way to the end every person shall be exited from his grave every person shall be raised no matter whether they were buried or not whether they were burnt and there was nothing left of their body in this world whether they were eaten by an animal and there was nothing left of their body whether they drowned at sea and nothing left of their body regardless, every person shall be resurrected on that day and it is from the pillars of Iman to believe in the resurrection of that day. It is mentioned in the Quran in many places in many ayat regarding the resurrection. Regarding how every person shall stand for his accountability on that day. In some of the ahadith it mentions, on that day. Ma min ahadin illa rabbuhu wa That there is not a single one of you except that on that day your Lord will speak to you and there will be no interpreter between you and him. Every person shall stand for their accountability on that day. Every person shall be presented their books and their deeds, their books with all of their actions within it, with all of their statements within it, every deed of goodness they did and the deeds of evil that they did. That's why the Prophet وسلم, mentioned in a hadith where Allah said, فَمَنْ وَجَدَ خَيْرًا فَلْيَحْمَدِ Whomsoever finds goodness in their book on that day, then let him thank Allah. وَمَنْ وَجَدَ غَيْرَ ذَلِكَ فَلَا يَلُومَنَّ But whomsoever finds other than that, finds evil in their books, then let him not blame anyone else except himself. You are accountable for your deeds. You are accountable for what you put forth in this life hence the salaf they used to say that there are three places all of you are going to live in there are three places all of us are going to live in the first place is this dunya all of us we come to this dunya to this world then after that we go to the second place to live in and that is the barzakh when we will be in between this world and the afterlife we will be in the barzakh when a person dies and the angels they come to you and you have what is known as Fitnatul Qabr, the trial of the grave, when the angels will come and ask you, Man Rabbuka wa ma wa Who is your Lord and what is your religion and who is your Prophet? So do we know? The answers in detail to who our Lord is. What do we know about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What do we know about our religion of Islam? What do we know about our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? what do we know about these three things they are the questions we will all be asked in our graves the angels they come and they sit the person up and they ask him those questions hence it is mentioned in the quran وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make firm, strong those who believe with an upright statement in this world meaning that Allah puts you upon al المستقيم in this world and وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ and also Allah makes you strong and firm and upright in the afterlife. And that is in reference to the fitnatul qabr that you will be given a strong and upright and correct statement when you are questioned about those affairs. But as for the disbelievers. The disbelievers, when they are questioned, they will say, Ahi, ahi, Kuntu shayan Some of those individuals, the hypocrites and their likes, they will say, Ahi, ahi, meaning I don't know, that they are stuck and they cannot answer. And they will say, I used to hear the people saying something, I said it, I don't know. They will not be able to answer, they will not be able to give the upright statement regarding who your Lord is, who your messenger is, and what your religion is. And bear in mind, everywhere in the Quran, Allah tells us it is not even just about knowing It is about knowing and acting upon it. Those who have Iman, Amanu wa amilu salihat. They have Iman. And they do righteous actions upon that Iman. So you know who your Lord is. You know what your religion is. You know who your final messenger is. Then act upon that. Fulfill. The commandments that Allah has proscribed upon you. Fulfill the sunnah that you have been given. Fulfill and follow out that revelation that Allah has given us. Do not be like those, عليهم, those whom Allah's anger is upon. الذين علموا ولم يعملوا Those who had knowledge but they did not act upon their knowledge. A person who has knowledge but does not act upon that knowledge, then he is the one whom Allah's anger is upon. And neither are we neither like those who went astray. Those who try to worship Allah upon ignorance and jahl, rather we learn, we understand, we know who our Lord is, we know what our religion is, we know who our Prophet is. We have that knowledge and then we act upon that knowledge. These are things that we have to ponder over. These are things that we have to reflect upon. Not to be ignorant and negligent of a day. A day of resurrection that will certainly come. A day... When we will be raised out of our graves, and we will see exactly what we did, all of our deeds and all of our statements, all of what we said written down and recorded, all of it shown to us in those books. Hence, the Prophet ﷺ mentioned in a hadith, "Wa inna al-Abdaley tukalimu bi min that maybe a person says something which is from the displeasure of Allah. Maybe he lies about something, maybe he backbites someone, maybe he says some lie, something he says of evil, and he doesn't even pay attention to it, but it will have been recorded by the angels in your records, in your books and on that day it may be that one statement you made that one time about that one person or situation which was a displeasing statement in regards to the religion a statement of backbiting or lying or storytelling that one statement may be the reason you are thrown into the hellfire. That one statement you made that one day that you don't even care about and don't even pay attention to, that may end up being the reason for you to be cast into the fire. So beware, beware of your tongues, beware of your statements, beware of your actions, That everything we do, we are doing it for the pleasure of Allah, and that everything which is evil, haram, impermissible, then we are sinning against Allah, and we must avoid and refrain from the disobedience against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That day will be the day of reckoning. That's why in Al Fatiha you say, مَالِكِ يَوْمِ Allah is the Malik of that day of accountability. Allah is the one in control of that day of judgment. So remember that. Remember what will come. This world is temporary. It will come and go in a few days and a few nights. But what you do now it will be recorded for your accountability, for your judgment. Inna hiya amalukum husiyah lakum, as Allah said, these are just your actions that we record for you. Then you will be tested on them on the day of judgment. So we ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to make us all from those who perform the righteous actions. Upon Iman, upon understanding, and upon knowledge.